This week, we have a story that touches on the unease that can permeate a place when a loved one is gone for any amount of time. You remember how the feeling of being home alone and the thought of someone taking advantage of that chilled you to the bone? Now what if your loved one was gone for a year and something did take advantage? Something that came and went as it pleased. Welcome to Scary Real, the podcast where we share your scary real experiences. My name is JR. And I am Adam. And uh, this week we have a story submitted by Reddit user JadedMJ. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a really good story. I've read through it a couple times and I'm excited to share it tonight. Um, so, you know, Adam, this one hits home a little bit for me. I'm just, you know, being a vet and, uh, you know, I, I lived on post. I lived off post, um, had friends that did both. Um, you know, they had wives and things that they had to leave behind uh, from time to time. And, um, you know, I, I I wasn't the one left behind, but, uh, you know, I can understand a little bit the... the uh, chaos that can throw a family into oh yeah absolutely um yeah i've i've known a lot of people um i mean yourself included but a lot of people who have been deployed for you know a long time and what that does for family structure and just how you how you get through your day-to-day life and everything uh it's a it's a little bit of upside down world sometimes for people so yeah, I appreciate uh, Jaded MJ sharing this with us, and um, yeah, excited and, to excited. Yeah, to I just I do want to say this too before we get going. I I, I appreciate her sacrifice as well as uh, her husband's and and their service because uh, you know, yeah, one of them is the one that's technically in the military, but when it's a family like that, uh, everyone's affected. That whole family is serving. That whole family is putting their life on hold, um, you know, for the betterment of this country. So, you know, I, I want to thank her and her husband for their service and their sacrifice uh, to us and our country. Absolutely. Um, I also wanted to just give a, a, a big thank you to the folks who have uh, been listening to the show, downloading the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. We're excited you're on this journey with us and uh, hope you enjoy this story this evening. All right, let's get into it. All right. So she says, uh, this happened several years back. While waiting for base housing to open up, my husband and I moved the family into a smallish two-bedroom apartment not far from the gate. Not long after, my husband had to deploy, but about two weeks before leaving our kids, two and three at the time, and shared the second bedroom, started not wanting to go to bed. At first, I thought it was typical kid stuff. One night, they were adamant about not wanting to go to bed in their room, telling us there was a clown in the closet. This is when things started to get interesting. Um... <laughs> I know that intro was a little somber, and I don't want people to think that you know we're trying to change our personalities. This is where we're going to get into it. Uh, yeah. The second you say clown is the second that I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. 
Yeah, Please. yeah. Well, and, and it's like, uh, I, get, I mean, you know, she's talking about kids, and, and I have kids, you have kids, and it's like this, you know, this thing of like, oh, the kids don't want to go to bed, and that's normal. Kids are just like, I don't want to sleep in my bed, and I, I mean, mm-hmm. I totally get it, right? But if my kid comes to me and is like, there's a clown in my closet, I'm probably going to set the damn closet on fire, because that is no joke, man. That well, scares you me. Seen, do you remember Major Pain? I don't think I ever saw it. It's got one of the Wayne's brothers in it, the the tall, okay. bald one, and uh, he's a you know hard ass military uh, like spec ops guy who I don't know exactly what happened. Somehow ends up at this like busted ass like military boarding school and has to take these kids in and, and run their like JRTC program. And one of them's <laughs> this little kid who's like screaming in the middle of the night, and he goes in there and he's like. What's wrong? He's like, there's a monster in my closet. <laughs> Major Payne <laughs> whips out, you know, his 1911-45 and just unloads into the closet. And he goes, if he's in there and he's still alive, he ain't happy. And he walks out the room, you know. <laughs> you say, you say yeah. clown in the closet? That's That's what I'm doing. Yeah, no, that is no joke. That's like, that's like the premise for like... Every scary story you hear when you're like a kid, you know, is just like, oh, did you hear the one about the clone in the closet? You're like, no, because I don't want to hear it. Let's not yeah. talk about it. Yeah. <sighs> okay, uh, so that's anyway. what that's what was going on. All right, let's, let's dive back in. She says, uh, about a week after my husband deployed, a friend of mine came over for a visit. At one point, while we were sitting in the living room, I noticed she had a big stupid grin on her face. She asked me, who do you got here? Confused, I tell her it's just me and the kids here. She pushes, saying, Come on, I know you got someone here. Fess up. Who is it? I swear up and down, telling her she's wrong and that the kids and I just got back from running errands 15 minutes ago. I guess she finally believed me because at that point she looked at me and said, I swear when I came in and sat down, I saw a guy look out of your room. As you can imagine, I went into protection mode and grabbed my bat out of the coat closet. My friend quickly gets a knife out of the kitchen, and together we go into my room. There are... <clears throat> okay. I love this because I'm, like, picturing, like, two moms, like, clearing room to room with a knife and a baseball yeah. bat. Yeah, you know, in a small apartment. where In a small apartment. You know, you walk in, it's the living room, the kitchen's off to the right, a little hallway, two bedrooms, one on each side. Like, Yeah. I love it. There's nowhere to hide. <laughs> where do yeah. you go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she said. So she said there are only two places to hide in her bedroom: under the bed or in the closet. With the closet and under the bed empty, we checked the window to see if anyone could have escaped that way. It was locked. We checked every inch of the apartment; all the windows were locked, and no one was there. As you can imagine, I was pretty scared, and this was confirmation for me that my kids were seeing something. Um, Fan yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I think. Your your brain is just going to run a little bit because you're like, okay, I'm not cr- going crazy. All my windows are locked. My friend said she saw something. My kids say they saw something. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's room to room to have some concerns. So. Let's unpack this for a second real quick before we go any further, right? So, I mean, when you're an adult, you have a, a pretty fair idea of how, you know, things work, right? So if it was a child... You know, two and three, mind you, you know, like Jack's two, my my son is two, and 
two and a half, you know, and he's just now starting to put sentences together, right? Like, like he's been talking for a while, but now he's putting on full on sentences together. There's no way that a two or three year old is going to have the mass, the height, you know, and the state of mind to, to peek around a corner or, you know, get up on a chair or on, you know, their sibling's shoulders or whatever to, to try and scare someone. They just, it's not there. So before anyone says, oh, she might've seen one of the kids peeking around the corner. Let's think about that, right? Because you know, when it's a grown adult peeking around the corner and a child be just head placement along the door frame, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, ugh. yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's creepy. <laughs> so, okay. All right, here we go. So she says, for the next month or so, life was hell. Shortly after that, I was in the kitchen and heard someone knock on my door. Before I go any further, I have to explain the building. There are only two doors in or out of the building and only eight units total. So a good friend lived upstairs and I assumed it was her yelling for her to come in. Uh, nothing. I figured it was the apartment across from mine. Nope. <laughs> I hear a knock on the door again. This time, I ran over and quickly sw- swung it open, thinking a friend was just trying to fuck with me. No one was there, so I went through that whole building looking for the culprit. I never heard the heavy metal doors open or close, so it had to be someone in the building. I then went and knocked on the door of everyone I knew in the building. No one was home. I'll admit that creeped me out. And I believe that I let something into my home that day when I said come in. So I'm picturing, uh, she said, heavy metal most doors. People, I think most people understand these. You know, it's a pretty common style of apartment yeah. building. My parents lived in one when I was really little. You know, there's, there's on the main floor, there's one, you know, there's really no front or back of the building, right? They both right. look identical from the outside. So there's just one exterior door right in the middle of, you know that side of the building Mm -hmm. on each side yep yep and they're usually like she said heavy metal doors you know when they open or close because like you got the annoying neighbor who yeah it's slams it at two in the morning when they come in drunk and you're like okay that's obnoxious but that's yeah i mean you're just that's what it is so um yeah um this last line here that she said i believe that i let something into my home that day when i said come in you know i i that I think that little bit of skeptic in my brain always is just like, well, I don't know if that's even really like a thing you have to worry about. But at the same time, that is that sense of like you're you're sort of extending an invitation, and that is um, maybe a potential like negative thing or negative energy. I don't know what to call it, but you know that's interesting because she's she's described like a couple different things that have happened where she's seen or you know her friend had seen or her kids she hasn't seen anything yet right her kids and her friend saw something someone Mm -hmm. something in her apartment so something's been there so you know it's hard to say did she let something in give it permission to come in right or had it been moving through that space and now she gave it permission to stay Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm completely just you know spitballing but yeah no totally i yeah for sure it's it's hard to say anyway um yeah so why don't, why don't you go ahead and finish this off here 
So, she says, My kids eventually got to the point where they would cry and plead to not have to go to bed in their room. Uh, so, of course, we all ended up sleeping in my room, at, and at night I would hear noises like papers rustling, dishes clinking, knocks, and sometimes when coming home, I would walk into my apartment and it would sound like I was walking into a party. As soon as I would walk in, an eerie hush would come over the apartment. That happened twice and was so unsettling. I seriously, like, yeah, that would be really nerve-wracking to walk into that space. You hear this, all this noise, all this stuff going, and then it's just silent. Um, I was reading through the story and I was just like... Uh, okay, this is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And granted, I'm reading it during the day, and yeah. it's still creepy. But you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to. This is not me trying to poke holes into her story or anything like that. But I just want to point out that it's it's already like you're already in a stressful situation. I'm sure all mm-hmm. of your um, all of your senses and everything are heightened already right like you're alone with two kids two young kids right so that's stressful um you know you're worried about your loved one who's gone doing god knows what god knows where and uh and you you know you already have that maybe it's not something that you think about all the time but it's definitely something i'm sure that crossed your mind like you know i'm i'm a woman alone with two kids you know like if somebody wanted to take advantage of that, it wouldn't be very hard, right? Mm-hmm. So right. Your, your your senses and and your feelings and your emotions are all already heightened. So I'm this is me not poking holes into it. This is me saying like she's already on edge. She's already like hyper vigilant and hyper aware of what's going on around her. I'm not surprised she started noticing things like that and hearing things like that. Not that they're not there, but now she's noticing them. Where when you know, somebody's home, you're more likely to write that off as the pipes or the whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now yep. she's noticing, Oh no, wait, no, that's unusual. Like that's not, that's not a normal air coming on, you know, sound. Right. Right. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Let's, let's keep going with her story. She says, laying in bed, hearing all these noises, trying to go to sleep with my kids next to me, scared me to the core. I don't blame you, lady. Um, after the kids started sleeping with me, the TV started to turn on randomly during the night. At first, I thought it was one of my kids messing with the remote and setting the alarm on it, but that sucker would, that sucker would turn on at different times. I got to the point where I would unplug it before going to bed. There were also a couple times that it turned off while we were watching it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know about again, you, but I've never heard of a TV that had a, an alarm that turned it on. I mean, it could be a thing, but I've I, only ever seen sleep timers that shut it. That's off. all I'm aware of. So yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, I would totally expect my kids to find a way to make the tv randomly turn off by pushing a bunch of buttons when they were little but you know but uh but yeah like she said it was random and uh and then it would uh so yeah but they would turn on too which was super weird all right and then she says at this point i probably looked crazy to my friends but one friend had her mom come over to help and saged the apartment uh they told me not to be scared and to tell whatever it was to stop the antics because they were scaring all of us that seemed to help. When on post housing opened up, I was so relieved to be able to move out of there. Um, yeah, I don't blame you. Um, 
Yeah, and like you're saying, it's uh, you're just you're like you're more hyper aware because of all the extra stress and and uh, the fact that you're on your own with your two young kids. Um, so things maybe will seem a little more scary or a little more um, alarming, but even still, um, there's things in there that just that are to me. Um, really hard to explain away, even as a skeptic, you know, so it's like, I mean, I don't know what that could be. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of people um, on Reddit and stuff talking about, you know, uh, doing sage in their apartment and sort of their houses or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it sounds like that helped a little bit, but uh, obviously she was glad to get out of there and go on, go on post. So exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I, I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, I know this was a pretty short story. Um, you know, and we got we got some stuff to talk about in a little bit, but I don't I don't wanna overlook her this this uh, uh jaded MJ's experience. I mean, like I said earlier, I really feel like when you're in that situation, your senses, your emotions, everything is already heightened. So yeah. to me personally, you know, maybe I don't sound like a skeptic. Maybe I sound like I want to believe, you know, cause I, I guess I do want to believe. Um, but to me, you know, to me that says something was weird. Something weird was going on. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. cause you know, I don't know. Your senses are heightened. So you're more open, more receptive, more aware that's what I, I think it is. Maybe not open, maybe not receptive, but definitely more aware of what's going on around you. Because you're in protection mode. You have two small kids. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. And and I don't, I mean, you know, you got two guys here who aren't experts on paranormal stuff or any of this. But, but I, I think, you know, like you're saying, you are more receptive or open. So what can that, what can that do in terms of like, um, I don't want to say letting something in or, or it's, you're not causing something, but you can almost like, <clears throat> you can see more of it or, or respond to it differently because you are a little more hyper aware. And, you know, I, I do believe in some sort of like energy, we all have energy and, and maybe that's attracting something or maybe that's, you know, I don't know what to think about it, but I do know that, you know, I, I really appreciate it her sharing her story and um you know uh it's just fascinating you know we t- we might say this every week i really love hearing people's stories and hearing their experiences because i think for so many people we all like have these things happen in our lives and we sort of rationalize them or you know or we sort of just forget about them but it's really it's good to hear from other people and understand that those experiences are happening and yeah it's i don't know there's something you know and cathartic about it if you were in a similar situation i i hope this um helps you uh you know right it's easy to forget but um you know we've been we've been involved in conflicts overseas now in the middle east for coming up on 20 years right mm-hmm. something like that you know and uh it's easy to forget that there's a there's that that's you know tens of thousands of individuals men and women going over and fighting and leaving loved ones at home um, and those loved ones had their own battles 
that they had to endure. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that Jaded MJ's story, you know, can resonate with someone and, and help them maybe feel not alone and feel like they're not crazy for something weird that happened to them when they were, you know, uh, left uh, back stateside, you know, while their loved one went overseas. Um, so, yeah, you know, um, we'd love to hear your stories, too. If not, you know, if, if just hearing it has helped you, you know, I would I would say, you know, show some love and, and, and let Jaded MJ know, you know, that you, you appreciate her bravery telling her story and putting it out there. Um, so yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so. yeah, I, I would, I would echo that for sure. If you, you know, if, if that story resonated with Uh, yeah, thank awesome. you, Jaded MJ. That was, that was a good story. So, yeah, like I said, I know this was a bit of a short one tonight, um, but we do have uh, a few other things that have uh, come in from another Reddit user. Uh, we want to say, she's a goat girl. Thank you for sending us these. Um, these were, I think she had three or four... Um, little experiences that she she jotted down for us uh nothing that you know kind of played into a, a longer story that we could we could read out in that format but we all we do appreciate her reaching out and we'd want to give voice to her her stories as well so we're gonna kind of add these on to the end here um yeah not that they're not any less important like i said they're just not kind of in a in a longer you know go here like story format so right yeah um so we're going to take a break real quick before we dive into these uh these experiences from she's a goat girl uh we'll be right back You know, Adam, I am very, very appreciative to everyone um, who's listened so far, everyone who has, uh, you know, liked any of our posts on Instagram or Reddit, given us upvotes. It's beyond anything I could have I could have ever imagined for, you know, a couple of um, giant Midwest dorks uh, who decided <laughs> to try their hand at podcasting, especially right out of the gate like this. So I just want to tell everyone, uh, thank you. And I want to say, uh, you can reach us, um, on, uh, Reddit at, uh, scary real pod, um, as well as on Gmail at scary real pod at gmail.com. And where can they reach us on Instagram? So Instagram, it is also scary real pod. Would you um, look at that? <laughs> <laughs> we try to try to keep it simple for consistency, you. consistency, um, baby. Yeah, and and um, we're we're probably most 
active um, on Instagram. That's where you can every every time we post an episode, we've got um, if there's any pictures or any other things there. Um, you know, we have the the episode posted there, and then also that's like a really good place to submit your own story or pictures or um, have some discussions. But we're starting to get more involved in Reddit. Um, we've we've gotten some great stories from Reddit, and uh, we've got some some other really good ones coming up in the next few weeks. So I'm excited for those two. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep reaching out and, and talking to people and and uh, engaging. We're, I'm just excited. I'm I'm with you, man. I'm so appreciative to people that have uh, downloaded it. Uh, if you uh, are a podcast listener and you're checking us out uh, on Apple or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever you like to listen, uh, please give us a a, a rating. Uh, that makes a huge difference, especially to a new podcast. Um, and then also share it with some friends who have a similar interest. Maybe you're part of a, a paranormal discussion group, or you just your friends like to talk about it. Have them give it a listen, and and uh, every single little thing like that is uh, is huge for a couple of guys like us. So yeah, uh, once again, thank you everyone, uh, and you know, let's build this community. Because it's just as much yours as it is ours. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, guys. We're going to get back to the show. And we're back. All right. So uh, let's get into these uh, these experiences from uh, Reddit user She's a Goat Girl. All right. Um, so she starts out, she says, I have a lot of stories. I grew up in San Francisco, both in the... Presidio? Presidio? I'm sorry. I, I, Presidio? Presidio? Maybe? I don't I think you're right. That, wow. I, I really that don't know. That shows how cultured I am and how much <laughs> I know about our own country. Uh, anyway, both in the Presidio military base and around various Victorians in San Francisco. So I'm assuming she's talking about Victorian houses. Mm-hmm. Unless there's just like a weird sect of Victorian dress-up people that live in san francisco <laughs> i mean anything's possible but, i mean uh, it, it's california so right <laughs> so post-parental divorce my dad drifted around san francisco living in various old haunted houses and my mother moved to the north bay to equally but more recently haunted houses are these people just like magnets for haunted houses or <laughs> do they seek them out like seriously yeah. I mean, I, I mean that's cool if they do seek them out, but what like it's if you just inadvertently constantly move into like haunted houses, you need to go have your aura cleansed or some shit. I don't know. That's just mm-hmm. holy cow. All right. Yeah. So she says, uh, uh, "I'm probably going to sound like a crazy person, but I'm just unlucky and sensitive to these things to the point where my friends have me scope." She put in quotes, scope their houses out. Um, she said, I walked into a friend's house once and had to leave. I couldn't stay in it because there was a really distraught little girl. So it sounds like she's a little bit psychic, maybe. Yeah. Um, turns out a girl had been kidnapped from that house and killed. Gotta love historic houses. Holy crap, lady. <laughs> Yeah, like, she just threw that out there so nonchalantly. Well, yeah, yeah. I had to leave, you know. Seriously, just... this, she's like the female version of the little kid from from The Sixth Sense. Like, <laughs> Yes. Uh, 
You, you <sighs> might want to talk to somebody about that. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Like, but if you can just throw that out there, <laughs> like, right. like, ah, oh, there's some distraught little girl who had been kidnapped and murdered, you know, like, then that means you may be seeing too many distraught little girls. Like, yeah. I don't know. I couldn't handle that. Anyway, sorry. Ooh, I digress. <laughs> uh, I have spent an equal amount of time in non-haunted houses, but where's the fun in telling stories about that? We uh, agree. Yes. Go girl. We want to hear about the scary stuff or the paranormal things. I mean, this isn't like Bob Vila, this old house podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of a cool spin on this old house. Huh? Yeah. Sounds like an SNL sketch. You know, this old house, <laughs> this old haunted house, and you walk in, and it's just a bunch of dead people <laughs> terrifying you. Yes. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Oh. So her next little snippet here is uh, the first house I remember living in was distinctly unsettling. Well, I'm going to take your word for that. Uh, <laughs> the presence was very much young and very much feminine, not hostile, though. It actually loved having a family in the house. I was somewhere around four or five years old, and I would play in my parents' room a lot. Sometimes the glass would fog up, and I'd see the imprint of a face, like someone was smushing up against the glass and looking at me. Sweet baby Jesus, I'm never looking in a mirror again. No, I don't <laughs> care. I'm not uh, not gonna do it. I'm gonna oh, shave. I'm gonna buy. I... <laughs> I'm gonna buy an industrial strength fan for my bathroom, so that way the mirror never fogs up. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh boy. She says, uh, my siblings and I would play, in in quotations again, with the face because it would show up in a few other rooms. It should be noted that we were not pressing our own faces against the glass. Well, I'm assuming if you're four or five, you can't, like, unless you're climbing on the counter, smush your own face up against the glass anyway. (laughs) Right. And. Well, and. Yeah. If the glass is fogging up and no one's in the shower, then you got you got maybe some plumbing issues or something. I don't know what's what's going on. Some humidity issues. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, you've got you've got some issues. We'll just put it that way. We don't know at this point. <laughs> oh, sweet mother! And then you play with the face. What do you mean you play with the face? What do you? What do you? Oh, I I don't know. I guess they're playing games I, to me it's are like you making faces back are you like drawing maybe. on it with a dry erase marker what is happening right <laughs> she she did not specify and i don't know like really got, what that means but i gotta get blinds yeah. on these basement windows because i'm really scared to turn around right now <laughs> i i'm currently sitting in my hotel while traveling for work and i i have like the 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 blinds drawn or whatever and oh. and uh, i'm up on the fourth floor so like you know but still I so just, if there is I'm a face then that shit is I, legit <laughs> i i will pee all over this hotel room that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the rock star dream of destroying a hotel room that we had growing up holy <laughs> no God. it's very different <laughs> all right oh. <sighs> She says, Mm -hmm. what really clinched it for me, especially now that I've heard stories from my parents, was when we were moving out. The house was on the market, and weird things kept happening to the realtor. 
She would get locked out of the house just walking from the front door to the curb, and by the time she got back in, paintings would be thrown off the walls, flyers would be torn, and flowers would be cut. This happened several times. It would happen when my parents were at work and we were at school or out of the house. My mom likes to joke that the ghost didn't want our family to leave. Well, she didn't want you to leave. I wouldn't be, like, tearing shit up. I'd be, like, baking you cookies. Like, what the hell? Right. Well, yeah, she was mad at the realtor, apparently, for Well, because the, it's the house. realtor's fault for selling the house. I mean... <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Another fun fact... I later found out that there was a huge blood stain in the hardwood floor outside my parents' bedroom. Oh, honey. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm really glad that you didn't stay there anymore. I know you were only four or five, but seriously, it's good oh, to get out. You're lucky that she just tore up flyers and cut flowers. Ooh. <laughs> they tried to get it professionally cleaned, but they couldn't get it out. It would just reappear. And completely reflooring would have been super expensive and could damage the history of the house. So my parents covered it up with a little carpet. Uh, if oh. it's a huge blood stain, you need more than a little carpet. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so that's her first little snippet, her first haunting experience. She's four or five in this house. Um, wow, that's fascinating. And also, I mean, it seems like the way she's telling it and maybe it's just you know i don't know maybe it's just the way i'm reading it but it's like she just didn't really seem bothered by it yes just a blood stain (laughs) well she said she found out some stuff later from her parents so maybe she didn't remember or notice the blood stain but a face that is in a mirror that just randomly fogs up for no freaking apparent reason Mm -hmm. honey 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 All right, Uh, you want to take over the the next one here, my friend? Uh, Yeah, okay, so so here's her next uh, little snippet. She says, The next major haunting I experienced, at least for a significant amount of time, was up in the North Bay. In this case, we had a more complete history of the house and a familial link. Mother dating man. Man's grandparents died in the house. House subsequently haunted. Okay, so track that. Her mom, dating guy, his grandparents died in the house, uh, and then haunting. Cool. Got it. Yeah. Uh, like, that's just the norm. <laughs> like, oh, you die here, you stay here forever. Suck right. It. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, she says the super active ghost was named Janine, and she was a bitch. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and not pulling I like any this punches. girl. Yes, I like her, too. We gotta talk to her more. Um, anyways, the day we moved in, things went flying off of counters. Okay. Uh, my mother set sprinkles down at the back of the counter, turned around, then heard a crack and turned to see the sprinkles spilled all over the floor. This happened with all sorts of things. Hmm. This is the day you move in. Then you, you, then you you move out. Stop moving. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Put it back in the truck. We're done. We'll we'll see you later. <laughs> Let me you just you stop don't put you your right bed in there. the house. You're gonna turn around and put that back in the truck. <laughs> you, you don't you don't move the rest of your shit in. Come hey, on, Bob, now. your grandma and grandpa yeah. are assholes. 
So yeah. I'm moving out. You know, like. We're moving out. Yeah, immediately. We're staying at the Holiday Inn Express until oh. I find a different house. Uh, oh, so. man. I just realized that my Midwest accent just came out like super thick right there. So if you can't guess the general area that I'm from, you need to mo- watch more classic SNL. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Bob. Yeah. Bob Schwersky. Uh, close. <laughs> She's okay. So then she says, this is from the same house. So she says a close family friend stayed over a few times to watch over us kids. And she kept talking about the man upstairs. This was without knowing about the history of the house. There was a second floor to the house where my mother's bedroom was. But the reason the family friend commented on there being a man upstairs was because there was never actually anybody upstairs. It really, really freaked her out. You could hear clear footsteps pacing the second floor at random times of the day, even when nobody was there. Yeah, I get it. I would be, that would freak me out too. Uh Okay. Uh, Then she says, my room was also haunted, but not nearly as interested uh, as my little sister's. Interesting, I think she meant interesting. Oh, interesting. Sorry. Um, I should proofread before I start reading. Uh, But not nearly as interesting as my little sister's where the grandparents had died. Uh, She was thrilled to have the huge master bedroom that nobody else wanted, but spent a good amount of time hiding with our younger brother in his room. Why? Uh, (laughs) Put the uh, no big deal bloodstained girl in the haunted room. Like... Apparently, apparently, all of this is totally cool to this girl. Uh, But (laughs) my little sister, sweetheart, you're the big sister. But take the bullet and go stay in the go 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 stay Uh, in the grandparents' death room. It's cool. uh, You just do it, or just use it for storage, like a normal person. Right. Oh, this is the room we don't go in. It just has boxes that we don't need. So, Or just, you know, leave the grandparents' bed and just say, hey, you know, you guys, you do you. And we'll just <laughs> shut the door and we won't ever enter your room. So, Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> okay. Uh, so she's got, she's got more here. Uh, you want to take this one or you want me to do it? Go for it. Okay. Um, one of the most personal experiences I had was in San Francisco at my dad's house. I was on the top floor, completely alone. All of the windows were closed, and I was just hanging out in bed reading. I heard footsteps come pounding down the hall from my little sister's room to mine. They paused outside the door, then the doorknob turned and opened completely. I looked up, expecting said little sister to come in, but there was nothing. The door did this little sway thing, like something passed through it. Uh, by that point, I was a little freaked out. A, uh, <laughs> a little freaked out? I'm kind of... I'm ca- I, I want to message this this uh, girl <laughs> on Reddit and say... Um, Can you teach you, me? Can you teach me yeah, how to not be scared? And also, don't come to the Midwest and bring this <laughs> shit with you. Keep it out there. Keep it on the West Coast. You know, all, all I can think about right now is uh, the net, the new Netflix series, um, Haunting a Hill House. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I oh, watch it. my. 
and I'm not the horror movie guy, but that show, oh, my right. friend, I expect that series to be binged by the next episode recording, my friend. Okay, I uh, <laughs> I will start. All right, it'll happen. If if okay. you've seen the series, you know what I'm talking about. That's I okay, just have cool. these visions in my head of that show. Anyway. Nice. All right. Well, now I'm excited. I got a new show to watch. Okay. So she says, by that point, I was a little freaked out. At the same time, I'd grown up with this type of thing happening. So I put my book down and politely asked, could you please leave? I'm busy. What? Okay. Nope. That's straight gangster. And honestly, awesome. But that's, that's, that's some big cojones to just be like, could you just leave? crazy ghost thing that's in my room she grew up on the wrong coast really i mean that sounds like you know she's a straight gangster from the jersey shore like (laughs) could you please leave i'm busy you know like get the (laughs) fuck out of my room but uh no that's you know that's a a west coast girl who's just sweet and you know could you please leave no not me i would Um, leave out the window yeah i would yeah i wouldn't i would jump out the (laughs) so she goes this tuck is, and roll this is grandma great. yeah tuck and roll just <laughs> <laughs> i've got some experience i know how to roll uh, <laughs> i'm sorry just no started. it's true uh, I'm, hey everyone who's happen. listening you just heard the verse <laughs> inside joke oh yes sometime oh. maybe i'll share but oh uh, she says this is this is great. <laughs> some experience. <laughs> it's true. Uh, she's true. a go girl. We're not laughing at you. I swear. No. To, I swear no. I to everything that's holy. Uh, I have a story that uh, from my own life of Adam talking and rolling. Rolled, yeah. Uh, Oh, anyway, so she says, My level of being freaked out increased when the ghost complied, leaving the room and closing the door. It pulled that little kid move of not pulling it fully shut, so I pulled the big sibling move of yelling, All the way! To which the door slammed shut, and the little footsteps went back down the hall. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. (laughs) You said my level of being freaked out increased when the ghost complied. (laughs) So, I'm sorry, your level of being freaked out is not equal to mine, because had I had the balls to say, can you please leave, I'm busy, and it complied, Mm -hmm. then there's just instant pants filling, and no more all the way, like, oh, I... This, she's the next Lorraine Warren. Like, I don't. You, why are you not traveling the country helping people? Yeah, seriously. Oh. <sighs> so, uh, okay. So, little footsteps went back down the hall. I almost immediately went to go see if any of my siblings were even home. I had four at that time. Uh, my older sister was on the ground floor and was quite settled in. Nobody else was home. Uh, this particular ghost and I had a few more run-ins, but that's the one that I remember with the most clarity. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of clarity, and, like, you were really chill about it, and apparently, you're just, you had a, uh, friendly, 
little kid ghost who was kind of a dick to the door, apparently. <laughs> so, just... uh, I, uh, huh? I just, uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Shut well, okay. So, so she said she's got more stories if we ever want some from her. We're, we're, don't, we're gonna reach out. Uh, she's a goat girl. We're gonna be talking to you because this is fascinating. I want to get more from you um, at some point. I'm sure our listeners would also like to hear more. So, uh, yeah, we'll reach out. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Thank you for well, sharing that. Thank you for those. Um, sweet mother of Mary and Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and this, it, I, I'm just reading it like you're cool with all this and myself i'm like i better make sure the doors are locked on my hotel room and that like not even a fraction of the of the the glass is visible i gotta make sure the blinds are closed all the way mm-hmm. <sighs> god well anyways thank you she's a go girl that's a great story thank you we really appreciate it oh well <laughs> I feel like that's a good place to uh to wrap it up here. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't I don't even know if I have more thoughts. I just it, 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 she's so nonchalant, but it's like really fascinating stuff and you know, I I do want to say I know uh, you might you might be a big skeptic and might be listening to these stories and be like, "Ah, these are all just made up or whatever. People are just writing this shit to get a rise or out of it." Or it was an old ass house, <laughs> you know. Like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm with you. I get that. I I'm we're taking these stories in good faith and saying we're trusting that the people aren't just uh, you know, just spinning yarn. But and if they are fine, whatever. But uh generally, we've had people just share their their experiences because they want to get it off their chest and they just they felt like they needed to talk about it. We've got one uh, that we're going to release uh, in a few weeks from somebody who hasn't told her story for 30 years. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's it just, I, I'm not in saying everybody's being truthful or honest or whatever, but I'm going to say we're, we're depending on people to share their real, real stories. And, and I think we're getting some really fascinating ones from people. So, you know, like I said in, in a previous episode, um, you know, I, I believe in humanity as a whole, right? Obviously mm-hmm. there's bad actors out there. But I do believe in humanity as a whole. And especially, I think, in this community. Um, yeah. You know, people have these very personal things happen to them. Like you said, that in, in a couple of weeks we have a story from somebody who held on to that story for 30 years. Didn't tell a soul. And needed it to just be removed. That weight removed from their chest, right? So... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, somebody could, you know, hear the show and want to be featured and make something up. I'm sure that could happen. But I think sure. as a whole, the community, you know, what kind of gets me is there's reoccurring themes, right? You have people kind of like She's a Goat Girl who just, it it's it was kind of like um, 
pale blood pledge, right? You know, just some stuff, you know, it, he had, had some experiences. They've both had some experiences in their lives. So when certain things happen, it doesn't affect them the way that, you know, you and I, who have not had anything really super crazy happen, um, you know, affected them differently. So they were mm-hmm. able to respond in that situation differently, right? And those are themes that I see, right? It's, it's right. almost like they get acclimated to it. And I don't <clears throat> mean that in a bad way, right? So, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I mean, yeah, somebody could be really good at spinning a yarn and, and you know, send us something that's completely fabricated. And, and we might not know that. Um, but I think it, generally as a whole, you know, in this community especially, people are truthful. People mm-hmm. want to share their experiences to help others. Kind of like our first episode tonight, or our first story tonight, um, you know, where where um, Jaded MJ, you know, told her 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 very personal story about, you know, she's a military spouse and and uh, her husband left and you know told that story, um, you know, to me that's somebody who just wanted to put that out there, wanted to get it off her chest, but and maybe she didn't do this intentionally, but I really feel like she's she's gonna help somebody out there who needed to hear that, who needed to hear that in that very vulnerable time, in that very personal space, um, you know, something weird happened and they're not alone. Something might have, weird might have happened to someone else who was also in that same situation and needed to hear that. So, uh, you know, I want to say thank you to She's a Goat Girl. Thank you to Jaded MJ. Uh, we, you know, we... we have some commentary in the stories, but we appreciate your stories. We love your stories and we really appreciate you taking the time, not only to share those with us, but you know, to put those out there because I truly believe those are going to help people who have been in similar situations to, um, cope and to come to an understanding, come to a, a place where they can, um, better live with what's happened to them. Definitely, man. Yeah, you said it perfectly. Um, so yeah, thank you to uh, to people for sharing your stories. Um, if you want to submit one, by all means, feel free to do so. You can stay anonymous. We we don't have to use your username um, or 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 whatever. Um, but either way, it is your call, and we will be respectful of that. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear um, your experiences. That's we're building that community one one uh, recording at a time, one story at a time, and we are just super grateful for you guys joining in with us already. Um, and uh, we'll just keep keep growing this thing together. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Scary Real. Be good to others. And be good to yourself. We'll see you next week.